Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I'm Rachel True. And I'm Trent Venegas. And you're listening to Quoting Gene Roddenberry. The 100-day podcast that celebrates what would have been the 100th birthday of the man that created Star Trek. Each day between now and the end of our podcast, August 19th, one of Star Trek's biggest icons, or celebrity fans, or both, will be quoting Gene Roddenberry. Then we're going to take a deep dive into why we think this sci-fi legend still has a lot to say to the world. to quoting Gene Roddenberry with a little extra saucy special content. Uh, We had Rod Roddenberry, son of Gene Roddenberry, as our guest the last week of the podcast. And we've turned the tables and he's going to ask a couple of questions now. Take it away, Rod. Yeah, it's it's about time. I'm going to put you guys on the the hot seat here. Um, (laughs) You know, I I honestly got to give you guys credit. I think you have studied my father in terms of what he's written and what he said more than certainly I have, and and I would say more than probably a lot of people out there. I'm very curious. I, I want your honest sort of take on this. When you were first introduced to this idea and asked to be a part of it, your your true honest thoughts of, and it could have been, well, I don't even know who this guy is, but what were your thoughts about it? Uh, the man, the idea that there's a hundred quotes, you're going to have to speak for 15 to 20 minutes on each quote. And then can you tell me about maybe the evolution of, of right away you got it? Or it, it took me halfway until I actually... So anyhow, I, I would love to hear. And I, I don't care which one of you goes first. You you guys are incredible. So please, I'll let you decide. Trent, would you go first? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I remember when I was approached with the uh, prospect of co-hosting a podcast dedicated to the words of Gene Roddenberry. And at first I was like, are you kidding me? No. How? How could I possibly? How could I possibly take on such a daunting challenge like that? But then I also thought, oh, my God, how the hell could I not? Like it was such a, like the fact that it was even presented to me was an absolute yes in my heart. I knew I had to do it. But I, it was very, very daunting in the beginning because for me, you know, uh, because I, I would have never got to meet John, Gene Roddenberry. It was just this larger than life character to me. Mm-hmm. Like he's the man responsible for creating some of my favorite TV series, my favorite characters, characters that I actually love, characters that I mourned when they died. And to be asked to discuss his quotes and have like a discussion about them, that is a very daunting thing. But uh, I'm very, very happy and proud to have done this with Rachel. She is much more well-spoken than I am. She's definitely more well-read than I am. Nah. So I feel like if I brought a little bit of my Star Trek knowledge and pepper that in, I could probably hang in there. And I think I, I kind of hung in there, but I will say... Um, more my, than hung in, man. Uh, I lied on you, <laughs> but go ahead. Now, having done 100 
different episodes and a hundred different quotes with all of our amazing guests throughout the weeks of the last months leading up to uh, Jean's 100th birthday. I, you know, I kind of have this affinity for the man that I never knew. And, and I hope, I hope um, this doesn't sound weird to you, Rod, but like I, I now have this love for your father because, you know, when you have someone who speaks so caringly and lovingly about humanity, about the creatures that we are, about our childlike foolishness, like all of these very kind ways of uh, shepherding, shepherding us towards, you know, this idea of what he really wanted us to get from his stories. I can't do anything but have have feelings of like affinity and love for that. And to, to so I mentioned before, like when it was presented to me, Gene Roddenberry, this larger than life being, and these quotes humanized him for me. Like one of my regrets is to not be able to thank him personally for all the work he's done and to just give him a big hug because after uh, discussing a hundred of his quotes, um, that's the one thing that I regret that I can't do with this podcast is to like just hug that man and say thank you. Thank you so much. You know, I, I'm sure the fans out there would actually uh, want to tell you how much they appreciate it because you've delivered my father, his ideas, his quotes, what he's said, even though they are your interpretation and some people might see things differently. Uh, you've done it also with love and respect and the same kind of affinity for the fans that he had for them. So I'm, I'm sure I can't speak for all fans out there, but being one of them, fan of you guys, uh, I see that in you. So Rachel, my beloved partner, <laughs> what did what did this mean to you? Well, first of all, uh, I grew up in a household where um, your brains were the most important thing. Your smarts, right? So for me to be asked to do this podcast was such a turn on, so much of a turn on that I have a crush on your hundred year old father. Uh, no, seriously. Like I, I literally have a crush on Gene, Rod, hundred year old Gene Roddenberry because that's awesome. I kept thinking it, but it's true, Rod, because I kept thinking, wait, during this time period, there was a man and a white man who was aware enough of humanity, mm -hmm. totos to think this way at a time mm -hmm. where it wasn't cool. It wasn't chic. It wasn't woke. It wasn't anything other than what he truly believed. So talk about humanizing the man, as Trent said, was number one, super important to me. Um, but also in doing this podcast, it's reminded me to be less cynical, more. I think I'm a compassionate person, by the way, with other people. But again, your father and these quotes just reminded me on a, a daily basis mm -hmm. to stay in that place because we all know it's easy to slide out and be like this asshole or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it gave me a place of peace when I looked at these quotes because you have to be in kind of a peaceful place, right? To come up with something that says as altruistic as the statements your father has made. So all of that, and then to be even tangentially associated with anything Star Trek, which is a show, like, again, that every actor in town wants to be on or wanted to be on during its different incarnations because it was so well-written, so Shakespearean in thought and, and, and execution. So even just to be a part of the universe that I loved as a little kid is exciting and and lastly, Rod, like I've done a podcast or two where it's celebrity stuff. I don't care about somebody's new chihuahua dog and what thing. I don't care what bag you're carrying. What I do, and I like bags. 
people. But what I do care about are talking about these quotes that are what tie us together. So let me round up by saying thank you again, Rod. I said it on the last episode, but thank you for taking the time. You're a busy uh, person and you easily could have been like, yeah, yeah, that's great. Your little podcast. But we (laughs) so appreciate you uh, being invested in this as well, because this has given me hope for us to make it through to the future, your father definitely saw for us. And I want to echo that, that um, while it is an honor and a pleasure for Rachel and, and me to talk about these quotes, it is because of our guest hosts that the conversations really went in places that I hadn't even anticipated. You, Rod, said many things that triggered things that I had not considered. And, you know, I think about our conversations with Robert Picardo, Mary Chifo, Sharon Melton. I mean, I could list them all. The conversations were very impactful for me, not because... Yeah, these conversations were edifying all around. And that is what I think. Sometimes we miss that in Hollywood, right? Like, because we're so we're 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 talking about these um, superficial things. And yet even the superficial silly movie has a message underneath that we could be talking about, but we don't. And we had the luxury trend. Mm hmm of doing that for a hundred. And as I called them, Rod, uh, these episodes are 15 minutes ish and under. So it's an amuse bouche mm-hmm. of your father's thoughts. <laughs> and that's such a gift. That is amazing guys. And you're absolutely right to bring in all the guests and the, the variety of points of view that they had. Uh, it, it could not have done this show and could not have done my father's words more justice. And you guys both said the word you, to humanize. And I can't thank you enough for humanizing my father. He was just a man. He was just a human. And we are just humans. And I think we all have that greatness within us. That is, that is what I, I want this show to do. We all have ideas of a better future. So let's just get them out there however we can. Let me do one last thing, Rod, also to give this kind of platform to Trent and I. Uh, to me, me, like I'm a black woman. I was able to say whatever I wanted on this podcast for the most part, as long as it was in, you know, we're talking about your dad's quotes, but as, you know, as a Gen X or woman, I haven't been given that that many times in my life. So that's one of the biggest gifts I've gotten is to be able to state my opinions and not have anyone say, no, you're wrong, Rachel, because that didn't happen. You know, maybe people thought it when they listened, but to have this platform as a black woman uh, is a gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> well, I can't take credit for all of this. Uh, you know, the entire production team, Trevor Roth, Claire Kramer, Kelsey Goldberg, uh, they were at least on the Roddenberry side of things. They're the ones who really sort of designed this and decided which direction it should go. Uh, I'm one of the fortunate ones who just surrounds myself with people who are a lot smarter and more talented than I am. And often I just get the credit, but but they deserve a tremendous amount of credit for bringing you guys together and helping you guys make this show happen. That's a good wrap up as we can. So we've <laughs> said this before, but stay tuned. There may uh, We may have some little extra content for you if you stay subscribed to Quoting Gene Roddenberry. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Quoting Gene Roddenberry. We'd love to hear your thoughts on today's quote. So tweet us, post us, DM us, whatever. We're at Roddenberry on Twitter and Facebook and at Roddenberry Official on Instagram. Quoting Gene Roddenberry is a Roddenberry podcast hosted by me, Rachel True. And me, Trent Venegas. Producing are Claire Kramer and Kelsey Goldberg with executive producers Trevor Roth and Rod Roddenberry. 
Engineering and editing are provided by Elizabeth Joy Windham. And special thanks to all those who were kind enough to read a quote and give a voice to Gene Roddenberry's everlasting words. Live long and prosper. Save on Cox Internet when you add Cox Mobile and get fiber-powered internet at home and unbeatable 5G reliability on the go. So whether you're playing a game at home, yes, cool, or attending one live, no! you can do more without spending more. Learn how to save at cox.com slash internet. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial cable. Cox Mobile runs on the network with unbeatable 5G reliability as measured by Ookla LLC in the U.S. to H2023. Results may vary, not an endorsement. Other restrictions apply.